Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. Get a free audiobook of your choice at www.audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 40. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike Rumpadumps Lopez. (laughs) (laughs) Rumpadumps is is a party name. I don't know if you knew that. (laughs) And David Darkzone Tate. Oh my. Yeah, well, I Mm. mean, once you get to level 30, that's the best thing to do. Indeed. So, Give indeed. her the old dark zone. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Joining us tonight from Gearbox Software and the Video Game Book Club podcast. Super guest friend, Joe, up and moved to Texas, King. Yeah, I had to do it. Cow- Cowboy King, they call me now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. If you recall, if you've been listening for, to the show for a long time, uh, Joe was with us on episode 10, way yes. back in the day, yes. before we knew how to podcast at all, really. Yeah, before I knew yes. how to podcast at all, which I yes. guess I still don't, <laughs> arguably. I haven't done one in so long now. <laughs> yeah, so what's the deal? Is your video game book club on a temporary uh, hiatus right now? Yeah, we're kind of, a, you could say that, it's kind of a hiatus. Although, I mean, it's really more a hiatus for me than for Doogie, because Doogie actually... Uh, I hope I'm not spoiling anything here for him, but he's <laughs> oh actually my. planning on putting an episode out in the next couple of oh. days. Oh. So he, he and our buddy Travis Toy um, uh, just recorded an episode a few days ago, So, so which, which I think is great. I'm, I've, and I've told him, I, I hope that he'll kind of, you know, take the torch and run with it, so to speak, while... I'm kind of down here sort of getting, you know, getting things together and, you know, obviously yeah. moving halfway across the country has been pretty tough. So, uh, it's like, I don't need, you know, we're, we're doing this call obviously right now on my phone. And I've told you yeah. guys that it's like, <laughs> li- I, we live in a sea of boxes right now and our dogs have no <laughs> clue what's going on. It's and a it's, insane. Land. it's a desolate yeah, so- land. Joe and I know each other from our Nashville days. Oh, yeah. And Joe has recently taken a full-time job over there at the Gearbox software and has moved to Tejas. Tejas. And and now is living amongst the cowboys. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much. (laughs) All right. The Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table with one burning topic to discuss from the world of gaming. But first, what are you guys playing? Like everything, every I, I played a ton of stuff. Yeah, go for it, Dave. <clears throat> so I'm playing the division. Got mm-hmm. to level thirty. Played level a lot of thirty. Dark, yeah. Ooh. Played a lot of Dark Zone stuff. Um, that's why they call still, him Dark Zone Tate. That's right. <laughs> still only have one yellow weapon. So yeah, the content's a little uh, a little trickly toward the end game. Actually, there's not a whole lot to do in the end game. And I was mm. kind of expecting that, so yeah, wow. yeah, 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 um, yeah. So I actually yeah. kind of moved on. Um, <clears throat> I won't oh spoil it too much, but I I tried a little experiment uh, this last weekend where I had you guys help me pick uh, what to play next. Oh yes, mm. yes. Yeah. I don't so know. Should we'll, I, we'll should get I to say it. what game I picked? Sure. No, 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 no. No, no. I I say nay. nay. And we'll get to okay. it in the community question. Okay. Secret stuff. I like yeah. secret too much. Oh, my. So I've been playing. I've been playing a secret. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then I'm also playing um, that new Nintendo. What is it? Me Me Tomo. 
Mitomo. That came out uh, as of today, uh, uh, as of the day we're recording this episode. Domo and, arigato. Uh, it's actually not. Re- <laughs> yes. Um, it's actually not really. I don't know. It's kind of a game, but it's also kind of not. There's like mini games in there, but um, it's just really it's, it's I kind of see it as like forced socializing. Like <laughs> like you, you add all your friends on there and then like you open the app and like what like there's a friend over in your apartment in the game. <laughs> And, and they're just like rifling question. through your desk drawers. <laughs> no, no, they're like talking to each other. You're like, get out of there. No, no, Adam. It's no. a welcome visit. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. come on yeah, in. Yeah. Check out the drawers. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Rifle uh, through them if you like. Uh, Mike's character. Uh, I went over to his apartment today. And uh, wait, what's his name again? R- Rumpa Dumps. Rumpa Dumps the party grandpa. <laughs> naturally <laughs> the party grandpa of course that's, that's, hey that's stereo in his apartment just blasting the, the hottest all, hip hop yeah. all day long yeah should, it's a new twitter be, account just waiting to happen should his name be grandpa t oh pushing words together it's one of you guys oh, thank you real good. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that's why you bring joe on the show not anybody yeah. can do it fellas it's uh <laughs> Either you got it or you don't. Sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't uh, teach it. <laughs> can't teach it. Amazing. All right. Well, I wish you could teach me. Yeah, that Are you playing anything else aside from the secret stuff? Um, I feel like there's another one in there somewhere, but not really. Uh, probably not. I've been playing a lot of overtime at work. So yeah. <laughs> Joe, I know you're living in boxes. Are you playing anything? Yeah, um, I well, I'm playing. I've been playing a little bit of Diablo three before the boxes showed up. Um, oh, okay. and on PS4. On PS4, yeah, Reaper of Souls. Oh, that game's really yeah, fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's great. Um, and then of course I'm playing a lot of Battleborn right now. Hey, so, yeah. yeah, just go sense. to work, play Battleborn all day long. Uh, you pretty know. much, yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely, yeah. Just go to work and play games all day, and that's pretty much it. It's really man, you know, what? You easy got the life. life. It's an easy life, man. It's an easy life. <laughs> and they're like how? They're like how much fun you, are you having? I would just like to you get paid I would just like more to point depending out on your fun. And in, in, in case people listening to this don't sense it, there is a truckload of sarcasm in my voice there. So <laughs> <laughs> just just a truckload. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Awesome. Awesome. What are you playing, Mike? Um, so I've been really, really busy the last couple of weeks, but um working towards the uh Arkham Knight Platinum. Oh um, yes. A platinum You're crossing in, right? Yeah, yeah. Probably uh I I probably just need to sit and play it one more time. I just just haven't had a chance to uh spend like another couple hours in it, but um yeah, yeah I'm like right there. Um cool. Just gotta just gotta beat that game on New Game Plus. Uh, I got the platinum just for Rocket do, League. Just do that. That's it. Just, just gotta us, do that. It. Just gotta do that. <laughs> no big. Uh, I finally got my Rocket League platinum. Um, I I had like a, a super best friend's promise to uh, platinum the game with our friend Ryan Clark. And so yeah, we oh, yes. uh, hopped online and platinum the game at the same time. It was very Delicious. special. Awesome. That was Aww. a very special moment. It's very. It's the most adorable platinum I've ever gotten. That is very adorable. <laughs> Didn't you say that was his very first platinum ever? I, or I looked at his trophy list. It was his first platinum. So I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't actually think he I have a platinum. Yet. I don't think I've platinumed anything on. I don't on think I have one yet. either. Actually, yeah, I, yeah. I, the only platinum I have is from The Walking Dead because uh, you get a platinum oh. just for finishing the game. Oh yeah. Everyone's got to start somewhere, so. Adam. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I have been a little bit tempted by the Witness Platinum because I, I looked at the trophy list and I realized I'm only one trophy away from Platinum in the game. Whoa. So, just do it. And it's just, yeah. So I, I feel like it. it'd almost be a fool not to. Yeah, I would Man. definitely say that. 
How does Christy feel about that? <laughs> She's not too uh, excited about me going back to that game. Yeah, so, I figured. Yeah. So, how does how does Christy um, feel about Jonathan Blow at this point and in her and in, in the she, life cycle well, of the she, witness? I think I think it stung more because she bought me the game. Oh well, that's good. And that so, works out well. And she it was like that sabotaging works out well for, herself uh, for Jonathan. That's great. Yeah, it, it, it sabotaged herself because then I was just like completely addicted to it for yeah. a few weeks there. So, well, um, when, when so, I when I first got down here, I was crashing on my buddy Jeff's couch, our our brand manager, and uh, we downloaded that game one night on his PS4 just because we were curious. And within about mm-hmm. ten minutes, we were sort of like. Oh wow, this is really hard. <laughs> like it's just, and, and the two of us are like trying to brain power it, and it's like not working. So, mad respect to anybody that can you know get uh, ten minutes in by themselves because we hit a wall pretty quick. Yeah, I don't know. I found like pretty much everywhere I went, if as if I hit a, a puzzle that was too hard, and I could keep moving along, and then I would find a way to. Uh, to solve it later so yeah but I, I digress we've talked about that I, I talked it to death i think on the last episode or two so <laughs> yeah um, i'm so real I, sick of hearing about the witness you guys <laughs> <laughs> just try it david just try it just play the mm, witness a bunch so i've been playing a ton of games here um bro force for one bro oh i play a little bit of that oh bro, bro force, force is so fun it's so much fun. It is pure unadulterated good times. Like I well, I had my brother-in-law over and it was me, my boy and my brother-in-law and we were just playing that game just like the environment's exploding left, right and center. Our guys are dying and we're rescuing each other and just like there's blood and giblets flying everywhere. Nice. It was just a fantastic time. <laughs> there's just so much wanton destruction and and really cool characters. So um and then I finished Firewatch. Mm, so nice. I feel obliged to give it a, a little mini review here. Oh yeah, well, I would love to know what you think about it. So I actually I completely agree with your pizza score, David. Oh nice. Yeah, I'm right there on the same page. I think you give it a three point five out of five pizzas. Yes, I'm but pretty sure I, that's right. Yeah, I get I give it a three point five out of five burritos. Pizzas? Yeah, um, good. I was gonna burrito. ask how many burritos equals one pizza. Yes. So. Yeah, no, no, they're they're one to one. They're equal. They're, okay, they're that clears one. that up. That's so the entire pizza is equal to yeah, one yeah. The ratio Precisely. is one so, to one. Okay, yeah, 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 exactly. So the good, the good points of the game, I thought it was just very, very good at you know making you feel uh, unsettled and lonely. Yeah, for um, sure. And you're just walking around this, you know, the whole forest, and it's just like, and I don't know, it felt just, it had this very cool vibe to it um, as you're walking around. It's not really a great way to describe it without playing it, but, um, and it tells like a really grounded, subtle story and kind of like leads your expectations in one direction and then it'll subvert them later. So you just, I don't know. It was really cool in that way where it tells a really kind of what comes to be a really realistic kind of story Hmm. where you think it's going to be this sensationalized type thing and it ends up being a lot more grounded. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, just the uh, voice acting was amazing. The dialogue, the yeah, characters, so like it was some of the best that I've seen. I, and I loved, um, I loved how it took your dialogue choices and integrated them into the game later on in interesting ways. So it was like it could be you made this little choice in the intro segment of the game, and then later that we would come into play, like on paperwork and stuff. Like it was really, really cool the way they did it. It was very innovative. I thought those Campo so, Santo guys are really smart, super, super smart guys. Bunch of smarties, bunch smarty of smarties. pants, smarty all pants. Yeah, the, the lot yeah. of them. 
Yeah. So, um, and then, but you know, as far as negatives, I felt like the gameplay can get a little bit repetitive. Yeah, that's um, true. And then the, uh, you know, just like after the like hundredth time you you're like dis- uh, whatever descending a wall on a rope, it was just like you know. But anyway, so I'm looking at David's hair in the video. <laughs> We're trying out a video chat tonight, and it's kind of distracting. Anyway, <laughs> it's getting real. It's like David's got a misfits thing going on right now. So anyway, it's, it's um, good yeah. for the audio listeners. Yeah, this, no, this is fantastic. Is real good audio radio. radio. <laughs> I gotta admit, I was inspired by Mike, who's also been <laughs> experimenting with different hairstyles over the okay. course of this podcast. So anyway, but yeah, back to the uh, the Firewatch. Um, I there one thing that bugged me. Uh, there were a lot of kind of artificial barriers in the environment, so it feels like it should be really open world. But oh, as you're yeah. walking around, you're like, oh, you know, I know I want to go over there. I'll just cut between these two bushes. Nope. There's like an invisible wall right there. And mm-hmm. there's no way you can't walk up a one foot, like <laughs> tiny hill what, you and, cut, and cut through two bushes. That's insane. You got to walk on this huge path all the way around instead. Like, so I was like, all right. And it was kind of framey. You know, it, it was beautiful to look at. Um, oh, see, I Ollie wouldn't Moss. know that. I was, I was playing on my PC with my GTX oh, okay. 970. So. Okay, so I played on PS4. It's a big difference. I, <laughs> so I played on PS4. So that's kind of the difference there. It was beautiful. Um, like the artwork, the art direction was fantastic. I thought um, Ollie Moss did an amazing job and just the whole team really. But yeah, it, it didn't run as well on PS4. It was kind of, there was some low res shadows and it, was, it got kind of framey here and there, especially if you were running. It, and coming off the Witness, which runs like buttery smooth 60 frames a second the whole time, you know, uh, it was really noticeable. So, um, and then the ending, um, it felt a tiny bit anticlimactic to yeah. me, but, mm-hmm. but you know, what can you do? It was, it was really good, I thought, overall. Worth playing, for sure. Yeah, there, like, overall, I feel like there were moments in that gameplay that 100%, like, made up for some of the shortcomings. Like, sure. Like, if that makes any sense, because, you know, a lot of times people will, like, like, they get to the ending of a movie or something. Like, say Interstellar, they got to the ending of Interstellar, they didn't like the way it ended, so that ruined the whole movie for them. Right. I'm not like that. I, if, if I had, like a good like emotional reaction to a movie at, at any point like that still factors into how much i like it so like yeah if i really like the middle middle part of interstellar but didn't really like the ending i still like interstellar you know what i mean yeah so yeah and, and of course you know this game is very much about the journey more than it is the ending yeah exactly know? so yeah yeah so anyway anyway so yeah three and a half out of five burritos i think worth playing um maybe watch for a sale and and pick it up it's a good time then definitely been playing some division i um teamed up with uh good old david here i teamed up with my buddy jeremy for a little while oh nice and i got my guy just two sittings so far that i haven't had a ton of time to play the division because i kind of resolved to only play it with either people from the podcast our pod pals pals. um or you know my real friends and uh so yeah you know just um Anytime none of those folks are on, I'm just playing single player stuff. Mm. Um, but yeah, I got my guy up to level nine um, on the old division, having a great time with that. Yeah. And then I started Ori in the Blind Forest. Ooh. On the XBZ. XBZ. For Yeah. And that game <laughs> is, that game is awesome. Really, really like it. It, it like the look of it is like the UBART engine on steroids. Um, it's like it, it. Well, it's called Unity, Adam. 
Well, <laughs> no, I, I just mean as far as the way it looks, you could you could almost say, oh, this look this was UBR. You know, it looks almost just like that, where they're putting these hand painted assets right in. Um, mm. But it has more of a three D um, thing, and the camera moves around a little bit more. So I don't know. It, it looked really really good, and then it's. Uh, you know, it, you could easily mistake it for a kind of a basic game, but it's it's very uh, there are a lot of systems there, and it's definitely a Metroidvania as at its core. So yeah, uh, it's funny. I I haven't played the game yet, but I watched like the opening. What is it like ten minutes or whatever? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the streamer Day Nine play it on his uh, on his Twitch channel, like back when the game first came out. Yeah, and it was so fun to watch, like because it's kind of an emotional intro. Mm-hmm. And like he went from like smiling and being you know happy playing the game, and like in, <laughs> within ten minutes he was like crying like tears streaming down his face, and wow. I was I was just so glad that I was not him streaming it in front of thousands of <laughs> oh, people, wow. you know? Yeah, so crying. just a cautionary tale. I played that, and my son was in the room, and he seemed okay at the time, but apparently the next day he was sitting at the table eating lunch, um, and he was just like all tearing up and, and my my wife is like, what's going on? Like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, just, just this game dad was playing last night. It was really, it got to him. Wow. So anyway, anyway, poor, poor so, guy. Good times though. <laughs> um, how about some news you guys? Or, you know, you could, did, did Joe talk what he's playing? You just skip right over. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. totally did. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Diablo three. Wait, but oh, it, that's right. Okay, you were too busy fiddling with your hair, Mike. Instead of listening, I swear, Mike. <laughs> but but wait, guys, are we going to talk about the news? <laughs> I've actually I've never t- seen you do that. It's amazing. <laughs> it requires a lot of uh, neck work. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So this better be news I can use or get out news. Oh, yeah. Snap. This is this is news you can use if you so choose. To oh, quote the, uh, the broadcast <laughs> that changes everything. Um, yeah. So Oculus Rift is officially out, and it is being reviewed quite favorably. I must say. So yeah, Polygon, I'm Polygon gave it an eight five. IGN gave it a nine. Just as from the hardware perspective, nine GN. You mean? Nine GN, <laughs> um, comfortable, you know, from all accounts, uh, except for the eyeglasses issue, which has kind of been well documented. Where people are talking about when you put it on or take it off over your glasses, it kind of like pulls your glasses down, or yeah. it's like just tough to get over your face. And then just the tightness of it, it gives mm-hmm. you that kind of ski goggle thing, which people are calling VR face. Uh-huh. <laughs> so when you take it off, show you have like VR the lines. Face. Yeah, you got you got the lines around your eyes and hey, it, you know. Fun fact: you look, I got yeah. to play an HTC Vive. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Uh, Did and, you like uh, it? I, I, sim- I experienced a similar thing, except it was really comfortable with my glasses on. Okay. But the problem was when I took it off, it like just took the glasses with with it. <laughs> it was like stealing my glasses, and it was funny. And you never got your demo, glasses back, right? Well, the no, the guy <laughs> doing the demo was like, "No, we ha- we own your glasses." Oh, now. there I'm you sorry. go. <laughs> <laughs> No, See, but he had uh, a prepared yeah, but, line because they probably stole everyone's glasses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it because we've been talking about VR like maniacs the last like five podcasts. So let's talk about it. VR for a while, David. <laughs> let's just call it Super <laughs> VR Friends video games. <laughs> I like it. New podcast. Um, yeah, but anyway, so the launch games seem to be really good. For uh, well, I, so I didn't get to play a whole bunch of games. Um, Okay. 
it was like, <clears throat> so I was in a Microsoft store and there were other people waiting in line. So they had this like little automated demo set up that would like do like, you know, how long was it? Like three and a half minutes of one thing, three and a half minutes of another thing, three and a half minutes of one last thing. Okay. Um, and so the first thing I did was, <clears throat> um, I was like under, under ocean, under the sea, if you will, you know, picture, pa- I'm painting a picture for you. I'm standing <laughs> on the deck of a sunken pirate ship at the oh bottom of the gosh. sea. Mm. Yeah. The wind, the way, there's no wind is underwater. The waves and the water is enveloping me and there's fish swimming around oh all my. over the place. Mm. Um, and I look off in the distance and what is this that I see? But a whale. Oh, wow. Whale, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh my, I hope that this whale will come closer so I can get a better look at it. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> and lo and behold. <laughs> lo and behold, it did. It came close to me. Oh, wow. It, and, uh, so, okay, let, let's drop the dumb, stupid storytelling. But uh, <laughs> Wait, well, I wasn't stupid. <clears throat> well, I was being, I thought it was masterful. Yeah, was, I'm, I'm, here like, with, I'm here like, you know, with my eyes closed, like really drinking that in and super Story feeling time. super relaxed right now. <laughs> Story time with David. Um, <laughs> that was awesome. So, uh, so the cool thing about the Vive is it's full room VR or or yeah, yeah. partial room VR or whatever they call it. I don't know exactly. It's got a term. Were you using like the touch control or the hand controller? Yeah, I had two deals? controllers in my hands. Oh, wow. Um, but okay, so I was walking around on the deck of this pirate ship, like actually walking like with my feet. Um, with your and, feet? Yeah, with my own feet. Oh my and gosh. Um, when I would get close to a wall in VR space, I would see like a wall like like approximately where the real wall was. So I wouldn't like walk into walls in real huh. life. Um, so that was pretty cool. And it was, so it was like, like transparent. A ghost? It was yeah, a ghost it was like wall? Transparent. So I just like, Oh, that's the wall there. I shouldn't walk any further this way. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, and it helped with the immersion. Like, cause I'm walking around on this, on the deck of the ship and then the whale comes right up to me. And, uh, I, I had the two controllers in my hands and I like put one of the controllers up and I saw a floating <laughs> controller in the world and I like waved at the whale, you know, like with my <laughs> controller um, and nothing happened because that wasn't really an interactive demo. That was just a like immersion demo. Oh, okay. Um, and then, I, was, so, I was thinking it was going to be like, go real Pinocchio. Blast, <laughs> blast the whale in the head. <laughs> you blast the, yeah. Harpoon that whale. Oh, uh, Yeah. Uh, so the second demo was like more of a game and I don't know the name of the game, but I know it's a, one of the launch titles. Um, and it's like robots are like flying in space in front of you and you have two guns. Pardon me. You have two guns and, uh, Mm -hmm. you shoot them, you shoot the robots. Um, and if you put one arm up over your shoulder and then bring it back down, you have a shield in that hand all of a sudden. So like you can like use the shield and like, you know, like kind of point your gun around the shield and everything. Um, and then that was really fun. That was like very like gamified. And, you know, I had a point, I had points at the end of it and everything. Um, and so that was really fun. I was like shooting robots with guns and that totally looked like something that could happen on the PSVR. Um, so that was cool. And then the third one was this new Google, they had this like volumetric sketching tool now. Um, there's a, actually a really cool video on the internet of Glenn Keane, who was the animator of Ariel, the Beast, Aladdin. Like he animated those characters, Tarzan. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite animators. Getting really nerdy here, but uh, there's <laughs> yeah, a video of him. Animators are real good. <laughs> there's, a, there's a video Sorry, of him sketching with the HTC Vive and that Google application. Um, and so like I got to like 
I, I made a little snowman. Like there was like a snowman, and I got to make like draw a little carrot, you know, like on like for his nose, and then I drew a top hat on him. You know, that's pretty sweet. And, uh, it was pretty fun, and it was funny because I drew the carrot nose first, and then as I was going to make the the top hat, I noticed myself like moving to avoid the carrot that I had just drawn, even though that <laughs> I could have just put my hand right through it. Like it wasn't really there, but I was like like bending around it so that I didn't like accidentally it was it, it was really weird that's cool like, so it fools your brain enough yeah. to where you're like you you feel that sense of presence yeah that's cool um, and so that was pretty fun um but so after I did that demo um the next day the PSVR went on on presale yes and I went ahead and uh, pre-ordered one of those bundles on Amazon so Ooh. Ooh. so <laughs> You will be the first super best friend, I believe, with uh, with a VR headset. That's right. Who's got two thumbs and is going to get a PSVR on launch day? This guy. Probably that guy. Yeah. This guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, as far as Oculus, though. Oh, let's yeah. Just say Oculus. E-Valkyrie is kind of being called the killer app. Yeah, for, and that's uh, actually coming to for PS4 Oculus. as well. Yeah, that's coming to the, the, um, the PSVR, too. So, yeah, that's going to be really cool. I'm excited to try that one a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's something that people have been playing at different shows and stuff, and coming back all wowed. Space so, dogfighting you know, is back, Adam. I love it. That's I know. I, you know I've been I've been saying it. I've been wanting this for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So now we just need uh, what is it? Um, oh, what was the name of that game? Colony Wars. We Col- need Colony yeah, we need Wars. Colony back. Wars. What is it? Three. Colony Wars VR. Oh, Colony Wars VR. That's what. Well, that's what I want. Can we get fake James Earl Jones back? <laughs> we need to pull fake James Earl Jones out of retirement. <laughs> mm. So, but yeah, one thing they noted in the Oculus Rift uh, review on, I think it was this was in the IGN review. They talked about how you can see the pixels um, because they're right there next to your eyeball, but that it's not distracting when you're playing. Did you find that with the Vive? Yeah, that- I I noticed them, but it didn't bug me at all. Like I didn't feel like I couldn't see anything because of them. Um, the only thing I noticed about the vibe display, and this was probably because I was wearing really thick, like rimmed glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, the color was a little bit washed out, mm. but the guy was kind of in a hurry when he was putting it on my head. I'm sure there was something I could have done to like, you know, push it tighter on my head and, and de- you know, decreased light spillage basically oh okay so but yeah i i think i think that was because of my glasses or or because of a you know super fast putting on process i can't i can't think but anyways okay (laughs) yeah so um next news item i have here the division has a big free dlc hitting april 12th which among other things will add incursions or raids to the game so unlike destiny though these incursions will support the matchmaking Oh, nailed it! Yeah, wait, nailed really? It. Yeah, so you can just hop in there, find wow. some bros, and start incursing. That is, that's amazing. Why doesn't Destiny take a lesson from that? I think they, I think um, Bungie had gone on record to say they wanted people to really be cooperating with their buds or something, and they didn't want like to do answer. matchmaking. <laughs> we want our fans to play the games the way we want them to play them. <laughs> I honestly, I, I probably, I mean, you guys know I play a lot of Destiny and I'm really looking forward oh, yeah. to, the, to the April update, but um, 
I probably would have done more rating if there had been matchmaking like yeah. that, just because same, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard sometimes to, to get into a, a, a process like that where you've been at it for, you know, six hours or seven hours and it, and you're still not quite finished. And it's just kind of like, you know, if we walk away from this, you know, we're screwed. But but it's sort of like <laughs> yeah. they sort of found all these ways to kind of like get you into these like super long gaming sessions and then and then like hold you there. And that was like that was always kind of like a, a, a hampering factor in me doing more rating in Destiny. And I really enjoyed the rating that I did. I just didn't get to do as much of it as I wanted. All right, all right. Well, this with this whole new video chat setup, I can really see how bored Mike is when we talk about this. I know. <laughs> Mike was just taking oh, pictures of us. Oh, no, no, I was on Twitter. Don't worry about it. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, Mike. So, anyway, Axiom Verge finally comes to the Vita on April 19th, and that is oh. cross-buy, so yeah, if wait, you already own is that, the wait, uh, is PS4 that version. Is thing that people are using is the Vita? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so if you already own the PS4 version, that will be free for you. Yeah, how so long did sweet. that process take? Was it like a year? Oh, I don't know. It was just like a year Has so, it been a year whatever. now since they said it? It's probably been closer to eight or nine months, but I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think Super we need a fact checker. So, free games, you guys. Oh, boy. Yeah. Free games. free games. So for PS Plus uh, in April, we're going to get on PS4, uh, Dead Star and Zombie with an I on the end. Yeah. And that used to be Zombie U, but mm-hmm. there's no U because it's not on Wii U. And then uh, PS3 gets I'm Alive and Savage Moon. Vita gets a virus named Tom and Shutsumi. Now okay. for games, games with gold... Mm-hmm. Xbox One is getting that Sunset Overdrive for free, which is Ooh, awesome. Nice. Unbelievable. Uh, the, the Wolf so Among wait, Us, which is... that's a full-length AAA game. Okay, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, The Wolf Among Us, which is probably my favorite Telltale oh, game. Oh, you mean another full-length AAA game? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And cool. then 360 gets Dead Space. Oh, another three th- uh, full-length AAA game. Which is probably my favorite spooky game of the last generation. It was real mm-hmm. good. Um, and then Saints Row 4. Oh, you mean a fourth full-length AAA game. <laughs> yeah, so Games of Gold really wow. cleaned up this month. And a friend of the show, Forrest, writes in. He says, should I just buy an Xbox One so I can get free games that act- I have actually heard of? Yes. I recognize Zombie, but come on, Sony. Yeah, no. And uh, he, oh, he went on to say that all, all I'm saying is there's a big difference between Sunset Overdrive and Dead Star. There really is a big difference. Like, (laughs) Sunset Overdrive is one of the killer apps of Xbox One, and they're just giving it away now. It's wild. I wish I would have waited, because I bought it, you know, for like 30 bucks. See, See, I'm already taking it for the team. I didn't buy it, and now I'm getting it for free. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm taking one for the team on Xbox as well, guys. And also, let me just point out, every (laughs) Xbox 360 game that you mentioned, you can play on your Xbox One. I know that's cool. I'm I'm happy to yeah. be able to you know download some dead cool. space and yeah, all that good stuff. So, um, back to the news though. Mm-hmm. Announced that Wednesday's Final Fantasy 15 reveal event was Final Fantasy 15's launch date is September 30th. So the, and there's also a demo that we've downloaded, but we have not played. Oh, there's a demo for that. There's a kind demo. Of. You hop on that PS uh, PSN store. It's not an official demo well, it's, it's kind a, of like it's an a official side demo thing. it's not a vertical slice of final fantasy 15 though. right it's, it's like this kind of side story which is i don't know why square would spend the time doing that instead of just slicing a vertical cut of that game but uh so wait, they the can spend demo the time as they want. is a story that's not part of the game 
it's so it's like, here's the thing about I think it one of the it's like it, the main character when he's a kid or something like that yeah know. it's like a side story i've heard it's it actually feels a lot like you're playing a kingdom hearts game when you're playing this oh, that's, that's um, encouraging. but yeah encouraging. but <laughs> but once you uh complete the demo you will unlock an exclusive summon for the game so hmm, that's pretty cool and also they're they're putting together a 3d rendered i don't know if you've heard of 3d rendering in a computer oh, guys it's all it's all rendered <laughs> Yeah, it's totally rendered in 3D wow, with like in the computer. Three dimensions? It's a feature film. <laughs> Whoa. As well as an anime series that's coming. And I think you can already watch the first episode of the anime. So it's Mike and I were talking about this earlier. Like they're really doubling down on this universe. I really hope it's good. Yeah, it better be good. That's a lot. Well, <laughs> well investment. can I can I point out one thing here as as a non-Final Fantasy player, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. I have, no, and I've said this on Book Club uh, at least once, I believe, but I have I have nothing against Final Fantasy, but I have never played a Final Fantasy game. Um, I don't know anything about it. And today, I have in my email a link to a new Final Fantasy trailer, Final Fantasy 15 trailer. And I watched mm-hmm. this trailer, and I came away from it confused as <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, so okay. yeah, so I say to a couple friends, uh, okay, I've never played Final Fantasy. What the <laughs> was that? <laughs> and they're like, and then and, and so the the point of this is just to say that when you're not a Final Fantasy uh, player, a familiar, and you're hearing two people that are at least tangentially familiar with the series and the story arc uh, or arcs and that sort of thing. Hearing two people talk about Final Fantasy is like hearing two people speak another language that you've never even heard of. Like one of those, you know, uh, South Pacific islands where they just speak in clicks and pops. Like it's just (laughs) absolutely insane. So having said that, there you go. So you're really excited. For I'm it. super stoked. You want to ride a giant chicken across I the world. I can't even. I yeah, know. the giant chicken, actually. I was like, why would you Why would you ride the giant chicken when you could just drive in this car? And wait, why is there a car and a giant chicken in the same game? See, what has happened into my question? confusion here? And why does the Audi turn into, like, the Batwing and fly <laughs> off? just all over the place. Amazing questions, I mean, you guys. So I... The big chocolate giant man that came out of nowhere and like hand just killed that kid. I just don't even. I don't know. Love it. And there's, there's a lot of romance going on in the trailer. Oh, yeah, there's so there was, much bro. There there's, is. there's a lot man, of rub. Uh, Which kind of the just, four of us can we can relate to that? You know, of the course. four of us can oh, relate yeah. to that. So. Yeah, oh, yeah, I would go camping yeah. with you guys, no problem. Totally. So, uh, this, this guy I follow on Twitter made the most amazing joke. Uh, Anthony Carboni out there uh, at a Carboni. Choco bromance. <laughs> Choco bromance. Choke, we're just a bunch of Choco bros hanging out. It's doing so summons in the wild. Choco bromance. I love it. That was his all that was the whole tweet, by the way. Choco bromance <laughs> is all he said. I love it. Not bad. A newly a newly revealed Street Fighter V costume pack, which I believe was actually unearthed by hackers on the PC oh, version. As with they all dug Street into the code, release information. They found it. How, yeah, how do you so, feel about Ken? Mike. Oh gosh, looks so bad. It looks so bad. <laughs> so, bad. so, but this is what I really want to highlight on this: a newly revealed Street Fighter Five <laughs> costume pack will allow you to dress Zangief up like Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah, oh, <laughs> finally, <laughs> he looks amazing. And so, in honor of 
of the Macho Man, we can only say, oh, yeah. Snap into that that downloadable (laughs) content pack right there. Oh, my gosh. He looks just like him. He is good, right? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Humanoid must not All right, so <laughs> the tweets, you guys. Oh, the tweets, yeah. well, you guys. The tweets, the tweets. So, um, why don't we kick it off with the community question? We teased sure. it a little bit ago. Why David, David kind of took it upon himself, ran a bit of a uh, Twitter poll, yeah. which a bunch of you weighed in on. Thank you for that. Yeah, you I'm trying take to it? find it really fast. I, I've got it here if you don't have it. Um, so he said, kind of. I'm going to say it like David. Oh. Kind of thinking about starting a game from my backlog of shame this weekend. Oh Help me pick? Question mark. I, and then what were the choices, Adam? I'd like, to, I'd like you to continue this. I actually voted on this Witcher now that I think three. about it, but I can't remember what I voted for. So I'm looking forward to hearing these choices because so, I'm hoping it'll jog my memory. The Witcher 3. Yeah, that's what I voted for. Rise of the Tomb Raider. And Assassin's Creed Syndicate. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds just like you, David. We all Man, know it. Oh, I sound awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so is this still it's... Adam or David? Who's doing David now? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm lost. I, uh, I, just, I need yeah, that. My David uh, is spot on, people. Yeah, so, spot on. So who won, David? So uh, definitely The Witcher won. By a, by a landslide by a really large margin i was actually surprised um but you played the division instead the no no 54% <laughs> I was of the that dark were zone. the witcher uh 38% was rise of the tomb raider and 8% was assassin's creed syndicate but so nobody wanted me to play assassin's creed syndicate <laughs> i actually got some at replies like uh why is assassin's creed syndicate on this <laughs> list <Aww. laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah, um, it actually looks our, pretty fun. Our buddy uh, John Robana said, as someone who had been ready to write Assassin's Creed off completely, Syndicate is actually a really good I've heard that too, time. yeah. I, I have a friend that's a really big Assassin's Creed fan, and he actually told me that the co-op stuff in Syndicate is some of the most fun he's ever had in Assassin's oh, Creed game. Oh, wow. That's, that's awesome. Really cool. yeah. Yeah. It looked really well, good. I, I still probably will pick it up at some point. I just don't know. Yeah, so. I, well, I own it, and I just haven't played it. Um, but I'm a man of my word. I, to be honest, I really wanted people to pick Assassin's Creed Syndicate because that's the game I wanted to play. Yeah. Um, but everyone picked Witcher Three, and I'm a man the of my word, Witcher. and I started it on Sunday. Are you playing on PC or what are you playing? Oh, on? I'm playing on PC, 1080p, 60 frames per second the whole way through. Oh my uh, gosh, it's gorgeous. It looks like butter, mm. but um, butter. And we mm. all know how good butter looks, so that's a mm. good thing to yes. look like. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it was um, it has it has it been pretty glorious so oh far. Oh man, I am hooked. I got it's hooked. so good. I played all day Sunday, and uh, I've been working till ten every day this week, uh, doing that sweet sweet overtime because vi- visual effects life is so glamorous. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> now, are uh, you allowed to tell the listeners what you're working on, or is that secret mm, stuff? Okay, Secrets. I'll tell them one thing. I've been working on going uh, Marco Polo. I mean, oh yeah, uh, not well, I don't know where going came from, but Marco Polo uh, is a Netflix show. Um, mm, yes. I, I don't think I can recommend it with good conscience because there's a <laughs> lot of naked people in it, and I would feel bad like saying, "Yeah, go watch that; it's so good." Watch Marco Polo with your kids now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna exactly. love it. <laughs> no, they I hear will it's really love great. It. I personally haven't watched it. 
Um, well, you, you're helping very... to rectify that issue, right, with a, oh, the CG tree brand here and there. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't want to go into that necessarily, but... Man, um, that fig leaf on they, that guy looks really fake. What happened there? Basically, we pulled an awesome powers in one shot, and <laughs> it may end up getting cut, so we don't even know. But Oh, okay. All right. but, uh, well, anyways, it was a good story. <laughs> Um, I can't, I can't vouch for Marco Polo being good or not, but it's really violent and it's got nudity. So, you know, do with that information what you will. So I'll be binge watching it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go, guys. Anyway, I still, I still need oh, to. So I've been getting home at like 10 p.m. being completely exhausted from working my brain all day and I still yeah. have to go home and, and play The Witcher. I can't. You still not. have to. So, although so I will say awesome. there is this one part that I'm at right now. I'm like in, um in one of the first like dungeons that you do, I guess, um, uh, called like, um, in the, like stumbling around in the darkness or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're with that witch character. Mm -hmm. Um, the witcher. No, (laughs) (laughs) come on. You guys can't laugh at me picking that low hanging fruit. Come on. Come on. You guys. That was so funny. That's just not even okay. so, So you're hanging out with that character and, I'm out of potions to replenish my health and I'm dying mm-hmm. and, and I can't beat it. So what do I do? Uh, get better at dodging. But I can't leave. Can I leave the dungeon? I don't even know how. I don't know. Like, I, I can't I'm not sure what part you're in. That's an open world game. Well, so I don't anywhere. know. First I, but I'm, I'm like in a cave that I had to do a lot of teleporting. Uh-huh. And now I'm like near the end of the cave. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Dude. Yeah, that's uh, that's a fun fun little thing. Yeah, you know what? Mike can give you some pro tips about using what is it? Quen? Quen? That's the the Quen? shield one, right? It's been a while since yeah, I played yeah, Witcher, yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. The sh- yeah, you got to use that shield. shield one, but I have almost no health. It's and all I have about no the shield and the sidestep. Yeah, you got to you got to be sidestepping more. So sidestep. I just have to try harder, is what you're saying. Try. Yeah, I have to and do don't, better. Don't confuse sidestepping just, with rolling. It's different. No, no, I know. no. All right. Yeah. Oh, so, so, so rolling just is be, bad. Just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. That's actually really good advice. Um, you just got to be better at it. Yeah. Okay. So just like, stop Like do what you're doing, but like <laughs> right, right. get good instead. But do it, <laughs> do it, but do it good and not bad like you're do doing. Do it good. Do it okay. good. Like just think, how would, so, how would Mike handle this and then do that? <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's good. That's really good stuff. Yeah. Thank you. You bet. I'll, so, I'll use that. I'll use that tomorrow when I'm playing this Pro game. tips. Pro tips. Mike's going to write a blog entry about it. <laughs> Yes! Do another hunt. Oh, gosh. I didn't write one this week, did I? You can call this Oops. one the wild hunt. <laughs> the wild hunt. Yes. Oh, man. I like it. It writes itself. <laughs> it, it sure does. Itself. <laughs> so, um, our buddy Moof writes in. Moof. He says, I remember being younger and watching my brother and his pals play the original Red Faction on PS2 using yeah. a multi-tap and laughing my brains out. Now, can I just brains? stop him there and just say congratulations on remembering that? Yes. yes. Yeah, especially so, with your brains out of your head. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> it's impressive. It's impressive. There were so many hilarious things you could do in that game. I pretty much cried laughing every time we played Time Splitters, too. Are video games too serious these days, guys? No. Yes. If so, what ideas do you have for a <gasps> new hilariously fun game? Move, well, are I you mean, serious right now? Um, they are way too serious. Really? Wait, what? Well, you know, it seems to me like maybe you should check out uh, Gearbox software is yeah, fantastic. Basically, Gearbox game. <laughs> Gearbox has a full catalog of hilariously amazing <laughs> games that will make you. I mean, we our marketing department has come up with such terms as "joy puke your face off" or <laughs> yeah, or jovial fear pooping. 
Uh, yeah, to describe exactly. our games with that. And these are real things too. So oh, I yeah. invite you to absolutely explore the Gearbox catalog at your leisure and, uh, <laughs> you know, wear a diaper maybe because you might need it. Yeah, you might need one. There you go. Well, I joy pooping. No, yeah, there I was going to recommend Gearbox games. Um, and also Double Fine games tend to be pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. That Bro Force uh, is a Bro good time. Force. Yeah. yeah, Bro Force is hilarious. Um, Octodad is really funny. Oh my like, gosh. Octodad <laughs> is you know so what? funny. I've, as I was making this little short list here, I started realizing like that a sense of humor in writing is really great, but that the hilariousness usually comes from actually taking part in something ridiculous. Like, you know, Octo so like, Dead. yeah, like Octodad <laughs> or like just cause two, even uh, or just, Oh yeah. Just What's cause the three. one? Oh, uh, recently, uh, a couple months ago, I, I fired up goat simulator on PS4. <laughs> oh <my laughs> yeah. there, if so you can, dumb. if you can play that game for five minutes and not laugh, you're, I commend you because it's I can't do it. I mean, it's it's, it's insane. Really yeah, yeah. So anyway, good times, good times. You just gotta you gotta search. You gotta search for those funny ones. Mm, yeah. All right. Pandemonium writes in says, "Do you think that the games, especially made for a console, i.e., Halo for the Xbox, will be included in cross-platform play?" So on this yes. one. Uh, Phil Spencer actually recently said specifically for Halo 5 that that is unlikely. Um, but that's, you know, but th- there's still potential for future Halo titles to be, you know, played yeah, on PC. Yeah. As, as I understand it on that thing, um, the, the, as I understand it, the idea there is that Xbox is inviting developers to develop around cross platform play. And yeah, they're, and they're sort of has and they're opening up their network. So, but for me personally, when that announcement was made, I, I saw a lot of people get really excited about that, and I just don't. Mm-hmm. I still don't see that happening. I just I still don't see where, you know, um, honestly, I don't I don't really see where Sony wins in that whole thing. You know what I mean? Right, where yeah. like the, like you know they're sort of ahead of the console game right now. And so, so what do they stand to gain by opening up their network and then, you know, letting Microsoft and Windows PC users come in and cross play? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I would love it. I think it'd be incredibly cool, but I just, yeah, no, they, you're, I you're basically excited about that. Yeah. You're saying exactly what our thoughts were basically on a, a past episode. We were talking about that because it really, it stands to Sony's benefits to not do it, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think but, when it comes you know, to just like, console to pc but fine you're gonna see that like street fighter 5 does that rocket league does that um mm. but yeah console to console like like actual like rival consoles like no that's that's not gonna happen no but yeah i think yeah definitely for you know if there's a, a halo game that's both on xbox one and pc then yeah i, I think so oh, yeah, definitely but sam oh Look out. Oh. I had a mishap. Not Sam. I had a serious mishap. Sam, what did you okay, do to Sam? So Sam <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what happened to Sam? Sam Osborne. Sam just took your breath <laughs> away. What happened? <laughs> Sam, Sam Osborne, you took my breath away. Oh, man. He says, what do you guys think about the trends from last gen leaking over to this gen? I don't mind playing shooters, but when the shooting genre took precedent last gen, it left many genres in the dust, such as RPGs and platformers. I've been noticing this trend continue uh, into this gen of games. I've been noticing that developers seem to be falling back on being safe and just making shooters again. What are your thoughts on this? So I feel like I feel like people are making a lot of shooters just because they are wildly popular. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, people love them, especially if you look at kind of the biggest market, biggest gaming market in the, in the world is probably the U.S. Yeah, um, 
And you know, us we Americans, sure love our guns. We love guns, <laughs> man. We love shooting. <laughs> we <laughs> love shooting things. So I mean, it, like, yeah, especially if you look at back like PS one, PS two era. Um, you know, there were a lot more platformers, a lot more JRPGs. Um, but you know, now with games being so expensive to develop, you kind of uh, need to shoot for the widest market in a lot of ways. Like they're, like if you compare it to big budget uh, movies coming out of Hollywood, you know, it's like mostly comic book movies and reboots and stuff. It's all very low risk. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's because, yeah, it, t- it costs bajillions of dollars to make these games. And so they have to look for the biggest return. Um, but I know what you mean. And, and the good thing is though, that there are still a lot of, um, a lot of interesting different genres that come from, you know, various sources now too. Like we have, uh, you know, different, it might be a smaller team that makes a game like child of light or, um, you know, and there's still a lot of variety out there, but it, I, I know what he means though. He's talking about like the triple a space, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, and it's also really tough because if you look at the games that have sold the the best in the like last couple years, like you got Destiny, you got The Division, you've got Call of Duty, uh, what is it, Black Ops 3. Like mm-hmm. all these games sell super well and they're all shooters. So if that's what's the selling, market, that's yeah, the market pe- is dictating itself. You yeah, know, it's exactly. Like, and even where like a smaller company might make a, a shooter, right? And then they, it sells really well and they become a big company. They're going to obviously continue to work on what's their bread and butter, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. But I feel we're still getting a good variety. I mean, like Dave, you're playing the Witcher three. It's like a phenomenal action RPG. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No guns in that game. No. Well, crossbows. Yeah. But not a gun though. Not a gun. I'm playing Metroidvania, you know, playing that, uh, there's guns that Ori, you know? Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about <laughs> actual Metroid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to, let's see, let's see. Oh, Chaitanya writes in, Mm-hmm. He says, can each of you describe one game that to you changed your view of what games can be? For example, by challenging or subverting the expectations you had about gameplay story mm. or some other aspect of the game. Hmm. What, do you guys, what do you guys say? I mean, <laughs> I was planning on thinking about this question. But but you didn't. Didn't. Well, I'll, I'll go first. I can go first. So, um, I, the first one that came to mind is Spec Ops. No, I knew it. I should have gone <laughs> I had a feeling that's what Mike could say. Um, <laughs> that game is just, it's such a great example of sub, of like setting up an expectation and then totally tearing it down and surprising you in all these different ways. And I really don't want to go into too, too many specifics because even though it's last generation and it doesn't look amazing by today's standards like anymore, um, that game, you really do owe it to yourself to go back and, and play it on 360 or, or PS3. I actually um, own it on PC, and I'm or thinking, PC, yeah. I'm thinking about playing Ooh, it. It's really good. Please go play but it. I also don't want to feel like an awful person, and I hear that that game will make me <laughs> sort of feel like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, does. it does make you feel your own feelings. <laughs> and um, but yeah, I guess I, I if I can do a runner up. Well, why don't you guys go, and then I have my runner. Yeah, up. thank you. Uh, I'm gonna say my game that made me like change the way I thought about games and what they could be is um, portal. The very first one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I just remember, I didn't even really know anything about the game and I kind of wasn't sure I had just gotten the orange box and I was like really excited about half life two, obviously, and really excited about, um, you know, T- team fortress two, but, um, I was like not feeling 
portal for some reason because I, i've never really liked puzzle games you know mm-hmm. and um so i you know start playing it one night and the next thing i know i beat it <laughs> like i just basically <laughs> beat it like all the way through like yeah that until- I, d- I have that exact story with portal i play i started playing it at like 10 a.m and it was like a Friday night and mm-hmm. then, or excuse me, 10 PM Friday night. And then, uh, yeah, like 3 AM rolls around and I'm done with it. And I'm like, that was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was so good. And I could not wait for portal Two. And yeah. <laughs> you know, it didn't actually take that long. So that was pretty it was cool. good it, by valve standards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I had to pick one, I'd probably say journey. Um, all right. Yeah. Yeah. As my backup, since Adam stole my other one, um, <laughs> that's probably, that's probably the first game I can think of that, um, no, no spoken dialogue, no text, like no anything but pure gameplay. And yet somehow like told this like, really beautiful story and like kind of like forced you to like craft like a friendship and an attachment to another character. It's, it's really incredible and very hard to describe because again, there is no, there's no text. There's, and there's no dialogue. Yeah. It's, it's very well very well designed yeah definitely i mean there's no big narrative thrust at all you know it's just there's just a visible goal yeah just very you know yeah very experiential and yeah i mean and i love how just as you play you just start to realize kind of the subtle themes of the game and everyone kind of takes something a little bit different from it you know um like shuhei yoshida uh famously wept over the ending Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) That's so, amazing. It's such a good game. If you haven't played Journey, you need to do that too. Journey so. is a good one. And, and I definitely, like as we talked about on the Final Fantasy VII episode, uh, you know, Final Fantasy VII is definitely one of those games for me too. Uh, I digress though. We talked about that a bunch. <laughs> yes, yes, we, we talked did. about that too much, some would say. <laughs> All right, you guys. Audible is offering the listeners of this podcast a free audiobook of their choice, a free 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com slash SBFVGS and choose from over 180,000 audio programs you download a title free you start listening it's fun and easy and good Good to do do. (laughs) and you can support you can support the show there's no commitment right you just sign up you can get your free book if there's one thing i hate it's commitment yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i wanted to recommend um david kushner's masters of doom how two guys created an empire and transformed pop culture so that is a quite delicious audiobook narrated by oh Mr. Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. Um, Will Wheaton. <laughs> Did we just become guys- best friends? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the book covers uh, id software and its influence on pop culture, focusing mostly on its co-founders, uh, John D. Carmack and John Romero. So, you can check that out on audibletrial.com. This will this will increase your gamer's knowledge really. You'll mm. you get this little window into Gamer the history cred? of really the history of the first person shooter, the origin of that um which is kind of kind of a big deal. Kind mm. of a big deal these days. Kind of a big um deal. yeah, so audibletrial.com/sbfvgs to check that out. Alright, you guys. It is time for the meat and potato topic. Mmm. Singular potato. Who whose is it this week? I actually have no idea. It's you, David. You didn't no, think it's it was? not me. I yeah, was what last is week. It? No, it's not me. <laughs> no, it's my topic this week. Um and so yeah. Yeah. Um 
here we go. Here we go. It's going to be a good one. This one okay. is kind of a hot topic. There, There's news everywhere about this. Rumors flying every which way. <laughs> oh. Too, too many to ignore at this stage. I think I, I know say. what it is. And uh, so, yeah, rumors are pointing to both Sony and Microsoft readying mid-gen hardware upgrades. Um, and we talked about the Microsoft rumors a couple fortnights ago, uh, but now Sony is up to it, too. And so I wanted to discuss the uh, mysterious piece of hardware that is being referred to as the PS4K. So, mm. you guys, what, what's your gut reaction? My gut reaction is it's a terrible idea. <laughs> See, that was my gut reaction about the Microsoft rumor, too. Yeah. Um, so, here's why I, I'm a little hopeful about it. And there was a, a little write-up on, P, on Push Square. I think it's Press Square. It's a UK P, uh, PlayStation site. Mm-hmm. And the guy was talking all about why he is giving Sony the benefit of the doubt on this one. Okay. Because they, last generation, the PS3, you know, it came out really way too expensive. And then they were making just tons of bad decisions, like no rumble in the controller and the six axis thing. And, um, and then eventually they righted the ship and they got to where they had all these cool indie games and they had PlayStation plus, and they had, you know, this fantastic library of games and all this good stuff. And so they really turned it around. And then when PS4 came out, there was still that kind of that apprehension, like, Oh, what if they botch it all over again? You know? Mm -hmm. And then they did really well. So it seems like the team, it seems like the team that's there right now is just making a lot of great decisions. And, and, and it's always almost always really consumer friendly, like even down to like PlayStation VR, Mm -hmm. you know, um, how, uh, PSVR is, you know, priced and everything. It makes it, you know, really affordable for most people. So, um, you know, all that to say that, you know, I, I kind of trust them in a way that I feel like they've earned a little bit of trust, but this could be where they drop it. You know, this could be where they screw yeah. up. We've been waiting for a while. Um, it, it really had, we've been waiting and it hadn't happened yet. So, um, but yeah, so I guess on this one, uh, there's this article on, I think it was Eurogamer. And um, basically, yeah, we're not going to dive into all the techie specifics of each one, but Digital Foundry did kind of a detailed analysis and came up with three different feasible configurations of what this PS4 could end up being. Um, and so I kind of wanted to quickly run through each one um, and get your feedback. Think of like which one you think could be real because they're they're basically approaching it as like, this is for sure going to happen hmm. um, based on a lot of the confirmations that it, they've been getting from different developers and all this stuff. So, um, okay. So option one, um, and I'm, I'm quoting their, their article here, but uh, on a couple of these things. So option one would be a new, more powerful PlayStation, basically a mid gen PS five. Oh, and man. so um, this has an APU with a higher end Polaris, which would push graphics on about a two times performance uh, boost in GPU power compared to PS4 currently. Um, and that would be achievable in the console form factor. And so I was thinking this would be actually really useful for rendering PSVR games at higher levels of detail because it gives you that two, uh, the ability to render games at the current level of detail, um, but twice, you know? Hmm. So that's one kind of approach um they were talking about how this one would probably not be cheap kind of owning owing to the size of the processor conceivably on par with the ps4's launch price or maybe even higher um and this ps4 could possibly coexist with a cheaper ps4 slim uh based on the older apu um 
with the new whatever smaller nanometer <laughs> manufacturing i i don't know all that it starts to get a little bit over my head when i get they get into all that stuff but um but yeah they're saying the actual 4k games would be in pretty short supply because hmm. even given a two times performance boost i think uh the main takeaway from a lot of the analysis they did was that the new hardware that would be feasible for them to use within a reasonable price and time frame would not be capable of running current PS4 games with the level of detail let's say of like uncharted 4 at native 4K resolution mm-hmm. so maybe 4K upscaling maybe they could do like 2K and then upscale i don't know so um all that to say it's it's not kind of it's it's going to still be pretty modest compared to like really really high end PC graphics cards and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but you know that said, hey. option two. Okay, are you going to go through option all the options two. and then talk about it? Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll blow through them and okay. then then let's talk about what we think is the most valid. So option two is the PlayStation Four Evolved. So this option replaces the current PS Four. Um, we would see a new PlayStation playing host to the same titles as the current one, but with visual improvements, uh, conceivably older games may run more smoothly by default or could be patched to access the new hardware. Uh, resolution could be pushed beyond 1080p and look good on 4k screen. Kind of like what we were talking about above. Um, and, uh, with native, uh, UHD visuals for triple a titles still being off the table. So this is a slightly different hardware configuration, but it wouldn't be as expensive as option one. Uh, we'd probably still be able to keep it around the, you know, the 350 mark or whatever. So, um, but that would also include kind of this, the state of the art 4k media support. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, what their commentary was that that would probably be harder to sell, but to most people, um, because it really, I mean, except for really hardcore people <laughs> who just want the best thing because it's the best. Mm-hmm. I don't know what, how much tangible benefit is there. I can see option- people buying that, that, didn't already have a ps4 you know yeah, basically yeah, definitely yeah. definitely so and then option three is a playstation plus quote unquote um <laughs> miniaturized cleaned up overclocked ps4 slim basically uh with extra 4k media bells and whistles so basically like a ps4 elite um that has the ability to output 4k but doesn't play any games in 4k just like blu-rays and yeah stuff. but probably has like a 4k blu-ray drive yeah in it, yeah you know? so it would have that full compatibility with 4k screens um pr- probably hdr which a lot of uh 4k oh, displays yeah. mm-hmm. are uh, supporting um and then have that complete no worries com- compatibility with the existing ps4 library this is based on kind of essentially using the same apu that's in the current ps4 um and the small in the smaller um, chipset form factor, but then also overclocking it a little bit. So mm-hmm. enabling these extra things. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So this one is actually unlikely to alienate the existing user base and would, uh, and the performance upgrade would be more nice to have as opposed to like an essential thing. Right. So what do you guys think? I, I think really got- want to start, but I'll let I'll let Mike go because he <laughs> did get the first word out before no, me. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think the last option of it um, having more 4K media capability um, is probably the most likely option mm. because I feel like either way with the other two, the the first one basically being PlayStation Five this early in the console cycle that seems like a horrible mistake. You have all this momentum yeah. going, you're selling yeah. tons and tons of Playstations. 
Um, yeah. So right now would be a horrible time to introduce that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's the case, then it's not something we're going to see right away. And if we're not going to see it right away, well, then, yeah, it, it is a PlayStation 5, but and you don't sell it until, you you know, the PlayStation 4 Wait, isn't selling well. Actually, the right. PlayStation 5. It pushes us much closer <laughs> yeah. to, like, when we'd expect to see another console cycle. But even then, um, you, you know, so I, I'm not as putting as much merit into that. Um, mm-hmm. Option 2, I guess, is feasible because, you know, if you introduce a new, you know more powerful you know ps4 and you start to f- you put that alongside the current one you just kind of phase that model out as you phase this one in yeah i guess that works um you do kind of run into the danger of developers having to kind of acclimate to that new kind of environment though like now they have to like plan like okay well we're putting our game out on ps4 but which ps4 does everyone have you know do we have to optimize Obviously, you want to optimize for the better looking one or the better one has better performance, but at least yeah, it's kind of like I mean, it's kind of like what we talked about with the Xbox One uh, rumor, where now developers are going to have to make two versions of every game for that one console, and on top of that, you know, you're going to see the you're going to of course see this the trailer of the better looking version, and then you're going to get the crappy version, you know, right. when you buy mm-hmm. it. It's <laughs> so. and it's sort of not it's not as bad. Obviously, it's just a straight up like different architecture um but it 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 does kind of alienate like to some degree you know 40 million people or so who already bought ps4s um you're probably going to have to upgrade your console somewhere down the road to playing those kind of end of life ps4 games that either run significantly better because they're optimized for it or only run on the newer the newest version of the hardware Mm -hmm. i don't know how like that scenario is but the last one seems like the most likely scenario to me where you, you get all this yeah. 4K media stuff because even if you double the the CPU and GPU power of, of what the PS4 has, you're not getting 4K gaming at the quality right. of games you have right now. So yeah, it just seems true. unrealistic to expect that. Um, I think options... Unless, unless AMD pulls some serious witch magic out of their hat. <laughs> That's not going to Because... <laughs> Yeah, this, I mean, just feasibly, it's it's not no. in the cards for an affordable console. Right. So then you know? that last option kind of leaves you with, okay, now there's another SKU out there. It's more expensive than the regular PS4, um, but it really is only marketable to people who buy 4K TVs. So as 4K TVs become more prevalent, maybe you get one of those so that you have this, you know, built-in nice uh, UHD Blu-ray player. Yeah. So... My initial, my gut response to hearing that rumor was, oh, well, I guess I got to buy a 4K TV now and buy one of these. Like, <laughs> Darn. That, <laughs> so that was my initial response, just like gut reaction. And then I started to think about it more like, yeah, but that kind of stinks for people who can't do that. Not like that I can just go out and blow like three grand or whatever on this setup. But I'm just saying exactly. like, like I would, you know, I would murder a few people and and, and collect the contract money and then yeah. do, you know, upgrade. So, um, I mean, I there's know, one like, thing that Grand Theft Auto taught me. That's how the world. That's how the world works. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure they have a few of these PS4Ks laying around Gearbox. Uh, what What's your official uh, standpoint? My Joe? official statement. Um, <laughs> I, I I think I agree with Mike on this one. I think the third option seems most likely if they're going to do something like that. But like, but, but I, I mean, I also agree with, with you guys in the sense that 4k is still really niche, right? Like it's not like everyone is, I mean, 
it's 4k is kind of a novelty still at this point you know it's not mm-hmm. like everyone has a 4k tv and 4k games and blu-rays well, and we're just waiting on these th- you know what i mean like I well, yeah, that's that's part of it 4k is not even really necessary unless you have like a 65 inch tv or a larger yeah like otherwise you really do have to buy a beastly tv, TV has exactly to be enormous and yeah. i don't even have space for a 65 inch tv in my new york apartment so i mean you can and, and there are plenty of like you know 4k computer monitors out there and all that but yeah you're right it's like yeah monitors ultimately are you're, you're sitting right up next right to right those. exactly ultimately you, you're you know you're still talking about a pretty small subset of people right now that's why I don't know, man. It's just it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell if it would you know how it would do, how it would take off, if it would take off at this point. I don't know. Um, the only yeah. thing I could the only reason I could see Sony pushing that is because they are one of the companies that invented the Blu-ray format and they own like the rights to it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so 4K Blu-ray is something they're going to want people to have. Mm-hmm. So True. that yeah. would be a very big reason why they would want to you know, make a PS4 with a 4K Blu-ray player. Well, yeah. And if you look historically, the PS1 had a CD player in it Mm -hmm. and the PS2 helped push the adoption of DVD Mm -hmm. and the PS3 certainly helped push the adoption of Blu-ray as a standard. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And 4K, just that name, I want to say is... It's either a Sony trademark or a a Samsung. I can't remember now. I thought it was Sony. Ultra HD? Yeah, Ultra HD is the actual name of the standard, but the it's like a a brand. Oh, I didn't realize that. 4K is actually a a specific company's you know wow terminology. So I think it was Sony actually, but I I can't be positive. Yeah. Um. Well, hey, I I actually kind of have my own separate idea from the ones that you've mentioned. Yeah. So my idea is, um, you know. PS4's GPU can't run, really run game. It can barely run games at 1080p. Um, so it definitely can't do 4K. So what mm-hmm. if they did this thing where they made a 4K PS4 that it can it it can run? So basically, can take what the regular PS4 runs at 1080p and run that exact same graphic settings, but in 4K. Yeah, the upscaling option. But so, no, yeah, not upscaling. Like, because upscaling implies, you know, you're just doing a hardware trick to take the 1080p signal and make it 4K. I'm saying you take exactly the same assets as are being rendered in 1080p on a normal PS4 and not upscale them, but actually render them in, in 4K. So that that's the native 4K rendering that we're talking about that this GPU would not be able to handle. Right. So, and so I'm saying they do put a beefier GPU in. And but what they do is to keep things simple so that people aren't getting locked out is if you have the new PS4, every game is like, "Oh, new PS4, I'm going to render this at 4K and it's going to look exactly the same as an old PS4 that will run it in 1080p." You know what I mean? So that you don't have yeah. to make two different kinds of games. They're just one game. Right. So and I either they run at 1080p or 4K depending on what PS4 you're you're not using. Not my area of expertise, so I'd probably defer to you, Dave on this. But how would that work with with um, so if developer he's making you know they're making their games in the current gen hardware, mm-hmm. all those textures, how are those going to look suddenly on on 4K rendering? Are they going to look like real awful? Not awful. Uh, I mean, because PC games essentially do this now. Um, they do typically put slightly higher textures on there so if it's a game that's like um 
being i don't know see that that's see that's where we get muddy i i'm the way i'm thinking of it is okay so apple has this thing where they have multiple resolutions per you know they have a bunch of devices with multiple resolutions and they try to limit that to specific okay so we've got this resolution this double resolution you know like they and like so we've got the regular i standard def ipad we've got this double def ipad so that developers don't have to make like apps that fit all these different shapes and sizes you know what i mean like so so what i'm saying is keep it simple for developers and consumers where they don't have to worry about oh crap you mean my game is gonna look like crap unless i get the new one now you know what i mean because that would really peeve people off i think oh yeah the consumer response would be pretty rough i think to that so i think games would mostly hold up in 4k using the same assets just running it in 4k because as it is right now i have a 4k monitor not a tv but a monitor um and if i want to run games in 4k on my really beefy gpu which is a 970 nvidia 970 which is almost it's like one below the highest um Mm. and i can run games in 4k but they run in way lower settings than when i run them in 1080p Um, oh i see what you're saying so so yeah like um and they still look cool because they're 4k you know what i mean like we're at the point where textures are so big and models are so high resolution that they don't really super lose fidelity Mm -hmm. when you run at a higher resolution okay so so anyway all that to say i could be way off on that but that's one way i could see them actually making a ps 4.5 and not piss everyone off and not freak out game developers you know what i mean you know what i'm saying like and that playstation has to cost how much yeah i don't know that's (laughs) that's the uh and kind of that's the the gist of the article is in order to do that there you know the conventional wisdom goes that it would have to cost a lot more and so that and i you know that's still possible if you still offer the normal ps4 mm-hmm. at you know maybe the they do a price PS4 drop or the yeah maybe they PS4. do a, a price drop on the regular ps4 to 299 at the same time as they introduce this one at like 499 or whatever mm-hmm. you know how 599 us dollars yeah and all 4k content is going to cost a premium like that's just the way it is with new formats mm-hmm. so um, yeah i don't know that's just my personal idea. And if I'm right, you know, you guys can all worship me or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> if you've called it, because no, this is very murky right now. Yeah. So if David has called it, he gets a free pizza dinner. Ooh. On, on yeah, me. Yeah, like the one I was not invited to that you guys were so like. That wasn't a dinner. <laughs> that was a lunch. best friend pizza party. Oh. Super best friends were there. Cold and I was not man. there, guys. And I, I was so sad and crying. <laughs> I offered to send you science nachos. No, your wife offered to send me science nachos. We'll be the same person. person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. End of the show plugs for men. For man? Hey, look at that. We made it. Yes. Check out the all new. Well, I guess it's not completely all new. It's Check out semi-new. the relatively new SBFVGS.com. And that's where we are posting our episode info and links, as well as Mike's uh, feature, The Hunt, which is uh, the trophy talk. Which he did not write this week. <laughs> which he did not write this week. And I'm posting on the YouTube videos there. It's pretty hopping. There was a there was a day last week where we had a post every day, like yeah, for like three days sweet. in a row. 
It was yeah. pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah, so posting the YouTubes there. If you want to go directly to the YouTube, um, you can go to bit.ly slash sbfvgsyt. Mm-hmm. So, or you can just go to YT? our site. On the- because we gotta. Yes. Sorry. I'm just <laughs> if you're just on sbfvgs.com on a PC browser, there's social media links to Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all those goods. Um, but you can also go to uh, pick up t-shirts, other merchandise at cafepress.com slash sbfvgs. And um, you can also support the show, like we said, by signing up for free audiobook on the audibletrial.com slash sbfvgs. Leave us an iTunes review. That's a good way you can support the show. It costs you nothing. Helps us out. Also, uh, special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and for his handsome face, as we said before. Yeah, we sure um, did. <laughs> you can uh, find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash SBFVGS or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SBFVGS podcast. Um, individually on the Twitter, I'm Barry White. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. Joe? I'm Joe King. Joe King. On the oh, Twitter. Wait, you're just joking? Oh, oh no. <laughs> never heard no. that one before. No. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, man. I haven't even heard and, that one uh, this week, honestly. It's really, I haven't. And, <laughs> at all. <laughs> and you can also follow a Joe tweets uh, oh, wow. quite a bit from uh, the VGBC podcast yes. Twitter account. And that is his gaming podcast, That's which it. is a good time. A good time for one and all. Joe, I love you. You know that, right? Oh, of course. Uh, okay. I love you guys, too. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me again. It's always good to chat with you. And Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been fun. Very fun. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. And then uh, check out that Battleborn beta. When's that coming out? Battleborn beta starts uh, April 8th on PS4 and uh, April 13th on Xbox One and PC. Is it open? Right. Like anyone can get in? I should know this. Um, the the dates are let's see, April eighth and April, thir- yeah, I'm pretty sure it's thirteenth. Yeah, okay, thirteenth yeah, to the eighteenth, I believe. So and yeah, is it open for everyone? It's open, completely open. Anyone can uh, anyone can join in on the fun. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I mean, who knows if you guys, uh, you know, treat me right, I might be able to, uh, line up some, uh, some time for you guys to jump in a little early. So we can, we can talk about that, uh, talk about connections. I like it. But, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's (laughs) April 8th for PS4, April 13th for Xbox one and PC and, uh, it should be fun. So jump in there and check it out. I definitely will be. I'm really excited to to try out, see where it's see. I played the uh, the closed beta and yeah. it was really fun. So yeah. I'm excited to see where it goes, where it's gone, and how it's doing. And yeah, all it's, stuff, so. the the team has come like they made so many improvements, and it's it's come leaps and bounds from where it was back in October when we did the closed technical test. So it's it, nice. we're all really excited to you know get it out in the wild again and let people sort of you know see what it's evolved into because it's really it's really really great. We're we're really excited. That's awesome. So. It's going to be awesome. fun so for we sure. will probably be playing as soon as our hot little fingers can get on it. You guys so will be playing probably, sooner than you think, probably, I think. Yeah. Oh, hey. So we'll probably be playing on PS4 then, I'm assuming. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, we'll figure that out. So, we'll figure that out. Details. It's just details. <laughs> so, but yeah, so if you want to play with us and we happen to be on PS4, it's, it's very cryptic right now. Uh, make sure you join the Super Best Friends video game sleepover PS4 community so we can all chat there and play some games. Definitely. 
And that's all the time, you guys. That's all the time that's we have. That's all the time, you Yay! guys. For Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Episode 40, thank you so much for listening. We will be back in one and one half fortnights. Now, let me explain. Let me explain. Mike's hair. I'm sorry. Mike's hair is <laughs> amazing <laughs> right now. Mike's hair is always Every amazing. Every day. Oh, it's yes. always amazing. It's true. So we will be back not in one fortnight, but in one and one half fortnights. And the reason being, I'm going to be off. Uh, instead of recording a podcast, I'm going to be off in Las Vegas with my wife for a 10 year anniversary party. And so, yeah, I really doubt your commitment to our podcast, Adam. Big time. So one week. Yeah, Ridiculous. so one week later, when I'm back and I'm, I got all these wacky stories about this and that and the other. Then, <laughs> then we will record episode forty-one, 41. at that time. And uh, at that time, we will talk more gaming talk. More talk, more gaming talk, but at four times the resolution, you guys. Ooh. So okay. there you but have you might, it. You may have to pay a little more. <laughs> you have to pay a lot <laughs> so hit us up on twitter or facebook with your questions topics or musings if you want to be part of the show goodbye everybody goodbye hey Yay! bye bye <laughs> goodbye Hey, Joe, do me a real quick favor and make sure you're still recording. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.